0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Hops and Handshakes. This is episode 12. Uh, I am your host, Isaac Oswald, and I'm with a good friend, Keith Boswell. Keith. Good to see you, Isaac. Hey, man, thanks for stopping by. Absolutely, thanks um, for having me. We chose, absolutely, we chose the establishment of Elk Brewing here at Comstock Park, uh, right next to Fifth Third Ballpark. Yes, it's a great establishment. Um, Keith, what are you drinking there? I'm drinking an ESB. How about yourself? I am drinking the Scotch Ale. Nice. The Scotch Ale. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Alex, what are you drinking? Ooh. Yes, that sounds ooh nice. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. So what's
1: been going on in your world? Not much. Um, getting back out on my own. Yeah. Um, starting over. It's kind of fun. Scary.
0: Yeah, uh, good for you.
1: Exciting at the same time. So.
0: It's a blank slate, man. Yeah. It's a good thing.
1: Yeah, it's a great thing. I mean, I've... Uh, been in digital marketing my whole career, 21 years yeah. now, and um, it's just a fun world. So sure. I love
0: it. Talk to me about some of those experiences that were that you deem fun, valuable, that you know makes yeah. you stay in this space.
1: I mean, I think to me, it's it's the ever-changing world, right? It's like yeah. things stay the same, content's king, having a voice is king, but the technologies are always changing, and the pace of change has only sped up. And to me, that's just thrilling. I mean, yes. I don't yes. like sitting still. I don't like. Uh, I don't know. I don't like. Uh, I don't like staying the same. So uh, it's fun to push ahead.
0: It's uncomfortable for a lot of people. It is. Yeah. Um. Well, and it's. I mean,
1: you know, we're we're this far into it, and we're still educating people about. Getting involved,
0: right? I think it's just getting started too. Yeah, really. Right. Like the, like we're on the it feels like, you know, we have as you know, we have clients that, you know, have built their businesses long before this stuff ever came along, oh, yeah. right? And then to see all the changes that's happened in the last ten years, yeah. you're like, what the hell? Because right. this didn't happen at all. There was not this rate of change the first fifty years, no. as what happened here. No. And then and then when I tell them when I really want to stress them out, I tell them I'm like it's just getting started. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to do that, to, you know, to enjoy that, you do have to be one that's comfortable with change yeah. and, I mean, and how it shifts.
1: I tell people all the time. I mean, I've been in digital my whole career, but at least half of my work has been psychology. Right? I mean, it's okay. That's a key point. You're though. dealing with change and people's fear of change and when they're scared of something or they're intimidated by something, mm-hmm. their tendency is to reject it. And yet, their customers' expectations just keep changing. So, a lot of times, it's like I got to keep them on the couch and guide them through it. It's just like, come yeah, on, we're well,
0: gonna- the, the psychology background is helpful both of them. Not to mention the nurturing part that you have right, with people yeah. that you work with. But the, on the other end, there's all these platforms. There's, you know, I look at my phone and I have a notification from Twitter, Slack, Facebook, um, the skim. I have all these notifications here and a few other, ones. I mean, yeah. all those are communication ways, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's a human on the other side of the phone. Yep. So I guess when all this rate of change that you talk about and all the stuff I have in, the one thing that's constant is you're, you're connecting to another human. Yeah. So I think, I, I tried to explain it, and I think you, we, we did this earlier, we talked about this earlier, where it's like, look. Most people are extremely comfortable here, especially if you're a classic outside sales or something like that. You're like, cool, get me here because I can use my five senses staring right at you. I can see your body language. I can see your tone of your voice. I can see that you're not going to talk to me. When it goes here, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I uh, I don't know what to do. They get paralyzed. But yeah. at the but I try to just help people. Like there's somebody at the other end. Just yeah. one person. Yeah. Not mass markets. There's a, just one-on-one interaction at the other end of that phone. And the psychology allows you to kind of dissect of what that person wants to see, but just what that person wants to see and how they're viewing it shifts due to all the mediums that are out there. All the time. But it's yeah. still just a it's still people to people. Yeah. There's still just another human on the other line. But yeah. the way in which we connect. Um, you know, and you have to be open to that. Like I'm, I'm agnostic. Like we have, I say this. Alex has heard this a lot of times. I have a fax machine for a few clients and a couple friends in particular. <laughs> That's the way they want to communicate, and then I have people that would rather Snapchat me, right? Right. I, so you got to be open to all of it. Exactly. If we want to communicate with somebody else today, we cannot be um, romantic about the platform that they choose.
1: Yeah, it's so yeah, true. Yeah,
0: exactly. So tell me as you move forward, like you've got some really good ideas and you've got some, you've got a really solid base. Uh, um, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about your past your past uh, career and some of the things that you've done and then we can dive into some of your um, future opportunities that you're looking yeah. at. Yeah.
1: So I um, started a web design company sure. with some college friends uh, in 1996. Oh, wow. We saw the opportunity in the internet. Um, we knew no one would hire us for the jobs that we thought we were qualified for, <laughs> so we went and made them ourselves. Alright, where are we? Where are uh, we in the country? Are we moved here to, uh, in West Michigan? No, actually, so I'm uh, from Tennessee originally, grew okay. up in Texas, okay. went to college in Texas. Okay. Three friends from Texas and I moved to Oregon.
0: Are you surprised that Texas is still part of the United States?
1: Nah, they they always threaten that they're going to secede. It's I don't we'll know, see. Man, and we'll whenever see. I go
0: down there, I'm surprised that they haven't left yet. But there's anyway, a, there's like a there's a pride. There's there is pride. They always you know
1: when, when, anytime you're talking about that you have the right
0: to secede. It's. Are you a Dallas Cowboy fan?
1: I, I always was as a kid. Yeah. So All right. are you kind still? Of, you know, I I just don't get to watch sports as much as okay. I used to. The so kid, the kids, you yeah, got kids, yeah, yeah, they get to go. All right. But I know so, they're they I know the owner is a pretty inflammatory guy. If right.
0: We digress, yeah. but this is a for my wife's sake. Dallas Cowboys, Detroit Lions. Who do you root for?
1: You gotta go for the Lions. I have right. to. I, I do because right. my father-in-law is a diehard uh, Lions fan. Well, so. no, they haven't
0: won a damn thing. I'm yeah, ready. I know, right.
1: and cool. it's so it's right. an underdog.
0: Right. What about cool. you? Oh, definitely Lions. i married into it. Okay. Uh, my wife is. Uh, my wife watched every single game when they went 0 16.
1: That's that's dedication,
0: that's or the, she likes that's misery. Commit- I don't yeah, know. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's open for discussion. She married me. Another topic for another day. All right. Your career back back. You're in Texas, and then you're moving around. You got a web development company.
1: Yep. Started that, um, and you know we went to a small market. We went to Bend, Oregon. We we kind of knew we weren't ready for Portland or Seattle or somewhere else. Okay. Bend was a small. Um, Resort towns, great snowboarding, area. skis, oh, yes, whitewater rafting, rafting and, stuff, and all yeah. that, yeah. And um, we were the first kind of web-only agency. Okay. So we locked down most of the business there. This is late nineties? Um, late nineties. So okay. um, and what was interesting was as the web started changing more towards more like it is today, more software. All the engineers were going to Seattle, Portland, San Absolutely. Francisco. Yep. So we actually the year that we had our best revenue, we closed the business because we were like, two years from now, we won't be competitive. it's not it's not that we don't want to be, it's that to attract the talent that we need to keep growing. It's not here. And our, our clients thought we were crazy. Everybody was like, what are you doing? You've right. built this business. And it was like, it was the right thing to do. Um, so my, my wife and I moved to Seattle. I worked for a couple agencies there. Okay. Got to work with Microsoft and Dell and a bunch of other big companies. Um, yeah,
0: there's heavy tech there. Heavy Everybody tech. thinks about Silicon Valley, but when yeah. you go to Seattle, it's... I mean. Oh
1: yeah, it was the early days of Amazon. Yeah. I mean, we had Cosmo, you know, thirty-minute delivery, and it was just a fascinating time because mm-hmm. everywhere, everyone was getting tech jobs, dot-com sure. jobs, sure. and um, so it was a fascinating time to be there. And we caught the yeah. the tail end of kind of the. The boom and the bust, nice. right? It was yeah, like yeah. all of a sudden you go from everyone throwing these gigantic parties and having all this fun, <laughs> spending all this money yeah. to. Massive it's always a layoffs. sign of the the end yeah. is nearing, right?
0: All right, so you're you're in Seattle now. Yep. A couple of agencies. Yeah. What year are we?
1: Uh, this was up to 2002.
0: Okay. 2002 happens. What happens next?
1: 2002. One of the guys I had started my first company with had a search firm that they'd started in San Francisco. Okay. I had kind of just on the side started writing their newsletter for them, um, their email newsletter, and I think it was like uh, it's like the sixth or seventh issue. CNN called and they're like, "I want to talk to you about this issue that you just wrote about this
0: Very cool. campaign." Yeah.
1: And um, I, luckily I was working for this agency. My boss was really cool. He's like, "Well, go down. You can do the interview." Um, and so it was a few months later. I ended up going to work for them and. Uh, we were a four person company, helped come in, rewrote the business plan, focused on growing the accounts that we had, and that company ended up getting bought, and then that company got bought. And so we went from like, we grew to like 12 people ourselves, and then company of 300, and then Axiom, the big data company, bought them, and we oh, were wow. selling a company of 6,000. Oh, wow. Uh, so that was great. We got to do all yeah. kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Very cool. And then, uh, yeah. Went to work, so I'd done a lot of work with a client there, a healthcare client, Kaiser Permanente, one of the biggest health systems out west. And um, in 2007, I ended up joining them first as an internet strategist. Okay. Uh, and then became director of digital marketing and
0: social. So, talk to me what happened in 2007 as an internet strategist. What was going on? So, that's 10 uh, years ago, right?
1: It was funny, like social media at that point was still blogging. I okay. mean, Facebook was just on campuses. I actually remember in 2008 yep. when I was on a webinar, and this guy's like, "Hey, you got to set up a Facebook account." And, you know, I'm sitting yep. sitting in yep. my home office, yep. watching it snow, and yep. getting on Facebook for the first time. Um, Twitter wasn't around, so no. it was. I mean, it was a lot of paid search, email.
0: Google um, was driving most of the traffic. Google the was time. doing yeah. most everything. Got it. And yep. so,
1: yeah. It was a, and no hint of mobile at all. I mean, no. So, um, everything was. No, still I, in 2007, I had a Trail.
0: Yeah. Trail 650 with a stylus. Okay. And it was pretty slick. Nice. Like, it was. It was yeah. It, you felt pretty special when you walked around the Trail 650. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I had one of those. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The
1: Palm Pilots were, were key.
0: Exactly. So, fast forward, you do, do that for a little while. Yep. What brings you to West Michigan?
1: Um, so my wife's from Michigan.
0: Okay. That's enough in, said. We met in Oregon, Yeah. Yep.
1: And um, so when I took the job with Kaiser, they're based in Oakland, I said, look, I'll travel as much as I need to, but we, we want to have our family Home base. set up in Michigan. And so I was a home-based contractor for them for close to seven years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, traveling out west all the time and that, so yeah, it was a lot
0: of fun. Alright, so last 10 years, number one that you've seen, number one thing that you've seen that is consistent in the world of such change?
1: I think uh, the demand for transparency from companies, right? I mean, I think
0: the the big shift was suddenly
1: companies you couldn't just push, right? I mean, you start getting Yelp reviews, you start getting city search, start getting Google reviews, and suddenly there's what people say about you is just as important as what you're saying, if not more important, right? And I think Amazon really, like them tying so much into consumer reviews, um, it was just a huge, it shifted the whole mentality, right? And so I'll never forget being in healthcare and talking to doctors about, well, have you seen your Yelp page? And they're like, ah, oh, you
0: know, get it. Yeah. You know,
1: And they're like, they want to call How do their I get attorney. get Right. Yeah. They're like,
0: oh, they want this, it, this we need to get off. <laughs> yeah. And
1: yeah. it's like, look, this is, you know, you've been able to get away with bad bedside manner for your career. Now people well, are talking it, about it.
0: All it is is, I tell people it's always been happening. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I go to the doctor, Dr., punches me in the face no I'm just figuratively what I don't like what the doctor did and I might tell you as a good friend say hey man like you know maybe he had a bad day blah, blah 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 but you know he wasn't the most kind person I've ever met next right year. that has happened as long as humans have been alive yeah the little phone there has allowed that to take that one-on-one interaction and amplify it to one oh, yeah. To infinite yeah it so used to nothing be who you could change. Right. No. You just now get to you just now see the word of mouth that's happening. Right. When you weren't there face to face. Right.
1: And strangers and that's can scary. interact with it.
0: Yeah. But that's the I mean, that's where we, I mean, yeah. we uh, I mean,
1: I think I think companies have to own that today. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I exactly. think if you
1: don't, you're doing a huge disservice not only to the organization but really your customers because you're kind of you're in denial.
0: You're in denial, and we go through the exercise. We talked about this last time. We go through the exercise with our clients where they say, Well, we need to let everybody know we're the best. We're the this, and we're this, and like, like what the hell does that mean? Right. You know? Right. And so that guy over there has been in business 40 years, got a SWAT team, they do a great job, they got reviews out the website. He says he's the best. Right. I show up. You and I grab a shingle. We nail it to a, th- a place we just ran for- on a month-by-month basis. And we say, Keith and I, we're the best. Right. We're both the best. Right. What's the differentiator? Right. Today, you have the opportunity to be more transparent and document. Don't tell me. Right. Don't tell me you're tall. Right. If you walk through the doorway and you got a duck, I know you're tall. You don't yeah. have to tell me. Right. Tell, do- tell me what makes... Show me the show me the uh, the things that make you amazing. Show me if you want to tell me that you're like really customer centric. Show me that you pick up the phone. Document that day in the life and show me that you pick up the phone at 7:47 at night when X Y Z happened and nobody else picked up the phone. Yeah. Show me you know with that. Don't you know transparency? It's scary for a lot of people because they feel like they're going to show their warts, but. It's proven, man. It, it statistics proven over and over and back to psychology. We trust people more. Yeah. After they mess up. Oh yeah. And then they then they redeem themselves, handle the mess up yeah. really well. And they they take care of the mess up and then we trust them more than the person that's never messed up. Oh yeah. Because, because the, we don't trust not messing up because right. we're human.
1: Right, yeah. And you know, it's funny, I mean The weight that people put into, you know, everyone's fearful of a negative review. Sure. And yet, to me, that's an opportunity, right? Uh, Yes. We say the same thing. You can respond. You can do something about it. You can ignore it. it. You can ignore it. But, I mean, you know, it's amazing. You look at how people are even choosing products. A one-star review sometimes
0: is your best friend.
1: Because you're like, oh, well, that's not not how I'm going to use it. That person's describing a, a, a scenario that, that is not what I'm thinking. So thank you for saying that well, because that's kind of what I was thinking.
0: Two things, two things. Number one, people understand that there are people out there that just want to see the world burn.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> You know what I mean? yeah.
0: Uh, you know, go, you know. You,
1: nothing's right.
0: Nothing's right, okay? The second thing is it allows you to see how does this person respond? Yeah. Hey, Mr. Customer. I'm really sorry you feel that way. We try to do this, we try to do that, we try to do this, but you know what? We're not perfect, right? And sometimes we don't meet expectations, and we'll try to make it right. But if we can't make it right, I really apologize, and we'll do X, Y, Z, and thing. You know yeah. I mean, and if I read that, I'd be like, That's especially, a especially, be as a, especially as a business owner, right. I have deep empathy for anybody going through that. I'm like, hey, man, I'm in. That guy's a real human being, yeah. or that girl really put herself out there and let herself get the black eye
1: Yeah. Know? customer service is where it's always gonna be
0: sure sure you know, there's no so you've had a really cool and then you brought here you were working working at, the, at, at that for that firm yeah and then you go to Meyer
1: yeah well so then I had a consulting business A so consulting business guy. and then went to Meyer for two years yeah
0: okay how was uh, what did you learn from Meyer
1: boy it's you know that's about scale and size—it's a and, monster—and and really it's a great like family customer business. expectations. Oh yeah, it's a great business. I mean, uh-huh. uh, it, it's amazing though. I mean, talking about like reviews and triggers. Sure, and, you know, you push advertising through social. Um, it didn't always elicit what you want, right? Sometimes it's like, hey, I just had a great service experience. People are commenting on an ad, you know. Um, other times it's like, hey, this, you know, you're know, you not living up to this. And the great thing about that is your customers are in a dialogue with you, right? They're, they're, okay. they're setting their... It's they're, they're, like, so good you They're, bring they're, they're up. displaying their expectations and giving you an opportunity to do something about it.
0: The number one thing, the, the number one reason why, or I shouldn't say number one, a huge reason why you can screw up on social media is thinking it's an advertising platform oh, yeah. when really it's just a text message with your buddy yeah but everybody gets to see it right it's a communication platform yeah so you know you yeah. don't it I, I, I attribute uh, Facebook to people as it's, it's happy hour right so I'm not gonna walk through the door at 4 o'clock on happy hour and meet all my buddies and say 20% off here I am right. blah, blah, blah. I mean I can do that every now and then but if I do that one time, the 19 other times better be helping, nurturing, funny, entertaining, talking about sports, that kind oh, of yeah. stuff, right? building a rapport, building yeah. a relationship. But the main thing you said is digital, or this digital media, this, this social media, this stuff like that, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm standard. Before we started in the internet, everything that the advertising agencies and marketing companies was a one way dictation. Here's oh, what yeah. I want you to feel. Right. This is really one way dictation does not work on a two way platform. No. Right? And I think it's a beautiful thing it that is. somebody gets the feedback. I wanna hear I I wanna hear what somebody thinks we need to improve. Um because I, mean, I wanna a, improve. It's, right? it's a challenge to you, right? Yeah. I mean I
1: always tell people it's like, you know, uh, most television commercials don't end with the 800 number, right? Someone's standing by to talk to you now. And yet everything we do in social, that, that comment box is there. And consumers use it. And mm-hmm. again, to me, I mean, I think the businesses that are really standing out. And I mean, we're in a world where now, whether you like it or not, people are comparing you to Amazon and Uber, if not just from a convenience factor, but just an interaction form. I mean, all these like, you know... Friction reduction and, and trying to make business easier.
0: Uh, Bez, I've there's, said there's, it before, there's, there's but these Bezos' is,
1: models.
0: Bezos is a gangster man. Oh, uh, yeah. He's coming after anybody's Everybody. lunch. Everybody. Yeah.
1: But so the businesses, if you're a traditional business and you're going to stay competitive, it's because of the relationships. It's because you live what you say, cool. and it's not just
0: it's because of the relationships. Yep. And then, what is the most mon- fundamental thing in a relationship? Would be communication. Yeah. Right. And then choosing to communicate the way that person wants to communicate. Right. Because when you say relationships, the vast majority of who's going to watch this is that okay, well, it automatically goes face-to-face.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. And the
0: relationship is however you want to communicate.
1: Right, yeah. And the thing is, we're going to interact face-to-face. Yep. But I'm also going to be, you know, there's that 99% of the time when we're not. Yep. Now I've got avenues to still communicate.
0: Um. Sometimes, uh, you know... Sometimes somebody wants to communicate you uh, communicate with you in a different way, right? You know sometimes somebody just wants to text you because they're in a meeting or sometimes sometimes Somebody wants to see what you're doing on Facebook because that's where they spend their time, right? Um, You know how does Facebook help me sell or how does Instagram help me sell well you make a funny video on Facebook when I'm you know at a boring Event that I'm supposed to go to and I look to my phone to be entertained and you shared with me a funny video, yeah, that makes me laugh. That helps our relationship. So the next time we talk, we've got something to talk about. Yeah. It's all together. Yeah. There's no silos. It's no. all together in the human relationship. Yeah. Which is how we connect. Yeah. All right. So um, how long have we been at this? 23 minutes. Perfect. We're doing well. Talk to me a couple minutes about future things that you want to work on. Yep. Yeah. Because so, you're always working on projects and stuff like that, and you're always uh, yeah, you I got mean, a lot of good ideas. It's
1: funny, I find that um, I'm kind of one of these people that people tend to call and I'm a sounding board. Yeah, I'm a advice agent, you know, and I'm kind of also like I'm always challenging themselves. You're like the digital to, digital
0: marketing therapist. You can yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, my my wife's always sure. said it's like the, I'm like a digital philosopher, right? I'm also like I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about where it's going, but also like. Have to be realistic about bringing everybody else along. Not everybody spends all day in this world. Uh, right? Yes. And so. If you're that, at level seven, most people act. are at level two and three. Uh, yeah, right. You got it. Yep. So, um, you know, a couple uh, things yeah. I'm thinking about. One is this opportunity I see amongst you know, you look at a lot of the public-facing leaders: Bezos, Gates, yep. uh, Elon, Elon Musk, you know, Zuckerberg. These guys are already kind of by default they were already media people and social media for them was just another easy extension of their brand.
0: Yeah, but right? they're already doing it. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kind
1: of like natural to them. Got it. I think there's a lot of leaders that still have a lot of horsepower second, second, in Second, third tier leaders. careers.
0: Development. And
1: yep. they haven't really fully grasped, because I still hear people say like, well, I'm not, you know, I don't do a lot on LinkedIn because that's, I'm not looking for a job. And it's like, <laughs> that's that's not LinkedIn. What LinkedIn actually, is just today. in the
0: last, uh, what's the date here? We'll we'll get this out in a week or so, um, week and a half. It's November 21st. LinkedIn in the last six weeks has changed some algorithms, yeah. and it's getting very interesting. It is getting a lot more text video, content. A lot more, absolutely.
1: You know, you see a lot more of these like long posts or space for mobile. Long tail. Yep. You yep. know, And yep. it has changed a lot, and I think I see but a lot more. But people really dialogue. need that help. Oh, I know they
0: do. Yeah. Um, I think all this stuff is changing to whether they want to document themselves more with what they know, whether they want to advance in their career. I think this stuff is just changing to the, your new resume.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, if I it's look your, at...
1: It's your personal brand.
0: It's, and the personal brand doesn't have to be... You don't have to be a politician no. or Elon Musk. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, the no. personal brand is, is is meaningful, especially when we start diving into another topic, but influencer marketing. Oh, yeah. Like... I kind of like looking at the person that's got ten thousand followers. Yeah, not right. not LeBron. Right, LeBron's up here. LeBron right. wants LeBron cash. Right, but the ten thousand follower person that's got a little following, Ooh. like like that exposure is really nice. There's no the credibility, brand. and I
1: think yeah. you know that's the thing. that a lot of leaders haven't plugged into yet is you know uh, a young person getting into the job market. Yeah. Yeah. they're more likely to follow the leaders of the company Absolutely. than they are the brand. Because they're looking at how the leaders, what are they doing, right? And and they and typically, like you look at that's brand post, you look at what the brands are posting about. They're still posting yeah, about they, the things they that they But they typically stay.
0: Do. They're in the middle of the road. Right. Yeah. Right? It's
1: not. You don't see personality. You don't. It, that's when you see that a company is a company. But but
0: can you? If you're going to be a true leader of a, t- a company, who can I emotionally connect with? Who is a leader? And how do I get to know them deeper? Right. How do we get to know what they're doing and all that kinda of stuff? That right. transparency. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think, Absolutely. and I
1: think it's like it's I not like it's not even that you've gotta be writing all the time or documenting everything you no. do. You've just gotta have a purpose for being there and be dedicated to doing it. And so for me, I see an opportunity to help a whole wave of leaders plug so into So tell that. me
0: tell me this let's let's dissect this uh for the sake of marketing terms, uh, yeah. your buyer persona, your target market—like, yeah. who is this target? Let's let's identify. So this is
1: someone in the C-suite or VPs okay. that um, is well known in their industry, might or even in their business, has has been very successful, but like they're hasn't, they're well known, they're face well to face, known, exactly. Yeah. But they haven't they haven't been, they haven't translated that yet into their network, their their digital network, right? And they haven't really haven't shown a purpose or a philosophy or even where they come from I mean to me it's like there's a lot to learn from the generations that came ahead of me that I don't know right they learned all the, I mean they built their businesses yeah. in a world that was social without
0: I know, you know all I, the media towards, I, I, right? I'm so I wish I could Go back in time and watch that stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, so
1: it's like they have a lot to teach us, and I think it's helping them unlock that um, because I think a lot of them don't think they don't think of themselves that way. So
0: wrote an article for a, a space I came from, LBM Journal, and I like I tell all the uh, classics. I call I call the older gentlemen and our and they're mostly men. That I call them classics. Yeah. I said, hey, do me a favor. Go home tonight. Uh, Pour yourself a nice drink, whatever your choice is. Tell your wife you're going to talk to yourself for a little bit, but you'll be fine. (laughs) And I go and go tell me stories. Just go tell me stories like the of like the most challenging points. Go tell me stories from the '70s. Tell me stories, housing market in 2008 when the builder told you that that was out on you a couple hundred grand and told you that he's not paying. Right. I mean, tell me just tell me the stories because all that all that experience is lost, right? Yeah. So. Anyway, no, very cool. I think you yeah. got. I think you definitely have something there. Um, it makes a ton of sense. We are in the first. We are technology. We are uh, technology. Guess it. Technological. Te- te- whatever. Technologist. No. No. Technologically. Thank you. Nah, Technologically. Right. Technologically. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a good one. You guys would be able to make fun of me on this one a lot. Yeah. This is. Cue in. You know, a middle finger to my face. Uh, we we are equipped to be able to document like this cool right. stuff right? right which is pretty amazing um, I think you're onto something there now okay one thing that you've learned that can help anyone with your career
1: I think um, you've got to put the time in it, it doesn't happen fast yeah you know I think There's I see no substitute a, I see a lot of expectations of movement quickly through a career and you've either got to take the risk and make it happen for yourself, or you've got to have the time and patience to build the experience to see that next opportunity.
0: Are you seeing a lack of patience with the younger generation?
1: I, I, I sometimes, I mean, but I think there's also this, there's a, there's a sense that um, I, I, I should move faster. It, I, should, I should get further where I want quicker, and, it just doesn't acknowledge the fact that, would, that, that would be the yeah. world doesn't doesn't operate that way. I mean, to me, it's like if, if you want to do that, you kind of have to go do it yourself. Yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. you can't expect to go into a large company and go from entry level to a manager to a director to a VP in a couple Three of years. Three years, yeah. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I think it's just having that patience and that time, and, and realizing like. You know, you're not going to know everything you want to know at first, but gravitate towards the things that light you up. What 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 so, gets you excited every day?
0: Uh, one of my mentors told me when I started uh, Twenty One Handshake, and he still he actually still says it to me today. He goes, uh, "Go sell air. Right. Like go like you're not going to know." Right. And the guy across from me, at your age, doing what you're doing. He knows that you're not going to know, but he might think that you know more than he does. Right. And he might like you and give you a flying chance in hell and trying to figure out what the right. hell you're trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, but, it, but patience. So All right. So work, put the work in, patience, that kind of stuff. This is the, the final question. Usually the final question.
1: Usually,
0: uh, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? interesting so or your kid. you got kids yeah They're I've got same thing. two
1: daughters 12 and 10 so soon to be 18 mm-hmm. I think um, I would tell myself don't be surprised you know, don't you know I, I got into digital Crazy. marketing and I said well I told myself like yeah. you know I'm going to get into this and I know I'm always going to be learning and I knew that in my heart but I mean there have been periods in my career where I mean I remember like when Facebook came out and Twitter and all these things and I kind of started it was like my initial reaction was to kind of like I can't go there like I I'm not prepared to be social you know what I mean and so I think you reach these points in your life where you've got to remind yourself like it's a changing world and you can't settle and think everything's gonna be fine and that you're gonna just cruise along with what you know and I think, so I, you know, I told you. to be stumped, that, think, you're going to yeah. be surprised. I mean, like, I you're going to find a crossroads, a fork in those, the road. Yeah, and there are going to be those periods where you're not going to know. Um, and as a confident, brash 18 year old,
0: you know what yeah, I think, true. right?
1: Yeah. And I think um, just reminding myself of that, because I think that's the that's the mentality that keeps you nimble, right, in this world of, oh, yeah. of constant change. Yeah. Um, But as you grow and age and get comfortable, it doesn't always feel natural. So I think just going back to that.
0: Do you find that to be true? Do you find that it's easier for you to accept change maybe 10 years ago than it is today?
1: You know, it's funny, it comes in waves. It's like, I mean, right now I feel totally wide open to it. Okay. But like I said, you know, there have been points where I felt like it's too much. Like my learning curve is, is, I I don't know that I can learn all this anymore. So,
0: the way I look at it, especially in sales, marketing, that kind of stuff, is the absolute is another human has to say yes. Right. Everything else behind that is fair game.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a a great thing. Yeah. That human's got to feel, feel, not think, feel what they need to feel to say yes. A lot of people think they think through things. No. It's emotion. It, it is emotion first. It's emotion. And then,
1: and then they justify with all the With thinking. their thoughts. I like right. that.
0: But, but from here, that is the point, whereas that is the constant point. Yeah. From what, what that takes, there's a new app. We don't know about three years from now that our organization or I might have to do individually or whatever, whatever's going on, we might have to be a part of to get that person to say yes. Yeah. At the end of the day, that person says yes, mostly the transaction takes place, you're good. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. it's really about it.
1: That's true. That yeah. hasn't changed at all.
0: No. 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 No, you got it. Well Keith, thanks so much, man, for yeah, taking a thanks few for moments. It was a really cool Yeah, yeah the, it wasn't too stressful.
1: No, not at all. You're all right. a, you're a great interview.
0: <laughs> <I, laughs> make it easy. I have, I have, and with beers. Yeah, that's well easy. it's it's a pretty good proposition. Yeah. I'll buy you a beer, we'll put you on film and yeah. you know. If, if you hate me, we'll buy two beers. You know that kind of stuff? No. Uh, where can we find Keith? So
1: uh, my website is up at Perceptant.com. Okay. we will put that. So, yep. We'll put that up so below. That It'll be right um, here.
0: Yeah. Across right from down here. here. Right here. here. Yeah. It'll probably be before the beer, actually. Yeah. Right. I forgot.
1: Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I'll um, relaunch in the blog and services and everything there. So, Good.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. Yeah. Thanks for having All me. All right. That concludes another episode of Hops and Handshakes, number 12. Uh, come stop by Elf Brewing here in Comstock Park. They have a the, uh, phenomenal beer and food. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Thanks. Cheers.